This episode of Super GG Radio is brought to you by our Patreon. Patrons of the show can get our Dogs of Super GG Radio newsletter, Super GG Radio stickers, a slap on your closest PC or bag, input on what we cover, game nights with the hosts, and even a chance to win a copy of an indie we talked about. Not only that, but 90% of all patron contributions go to the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. Visit patreon.com slash superggradio to learn more. What's good, Internet, and welcome to Session 166 of Super GG Radio, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. I'm your wild and wacky, maybe even witty at times, host Eric Getty Gettinger, and with me, always, mm, hallways, always, is programmer and real-time saver Alex Arona. I found out that if I put my pedometer on the dog or the baby when I'm not walking, it really helps me hit that step goal each day. Solid tactics, if not morally questionable. Getty, mm. I got all sorts of things going on that are morally questionable. Yeah. Well, Zoink's crew, if it isn't our own Super Saiyan Shaggy, Joel do it. <laughs> you know, I've come to accept that I'm best at utility work here. Free heels, this way. I don't know if you enunciated the Z in heels. No, I was trying to move on from that, but you had to bring it back and make it awkward. Mm. <laughs> mm. I think there's going to be a lot of judgmental hmms in this episode. <laughs> One of these days we're going to trick Joel into playing some Dungeons and Dragons with us. Until then, we have our still vampire survivist guy, Alec Parks. All right. Just follow me for a second. But if I use the character with the cart and bounces back and forth on a line, then upgrade the garlic, I can just run across the map, untouched, get to whatever I need. You know, there's a character that actually uses, like, a mine cart. Yeah, I, I actually <laughs> just did that run okay. yes, uh, earlier today. Yeah, I figured you had. So I was hoping that the other two guys would be like, I don't know what you're talking about. That's so. why I said there's a cart? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's a cart. I, that I one's just, wild. I just assume if I just be quiet and watch intently that you'll just, just implicitly think that I did whatever you said. No, it's definitely not going to work for the betas this week. <laughs> Alec, Alec, how many hours do you have into Vampire Survivor? Um, actual hours? Full numbers only. Hours Full played. Because <laughs> there have been a couple of times where I've been in the middle of a run and I didn't want to shut it down. And then you walked away? Yep, I've yeah. done it too. It's no shame in that. Well, you figure out how many whole number hours uh, you have on Steam. And uh, while you're doing that, uh, let's see. We got some bad ideas here. I'm going to give us only 10 minutes to talk about early adopters this week. Uh, we're going to recap the new Top Gun movie in the news. And then we're going to force Joel into playing Game of the Year 2022 Elden Ring for the backlog on stream the whole uh, i guess maybe it's not going to be fun for people listening to the podcast but it'll be fun for us <laughs> alex is not amused he he seems pissed already all right so well hold uh, on i was i was I hold on. <laughs> stop yeah. watching skater xl videos i'm no, not even sure he's doing i was that. like i haven't seen top gun one what same i've not seen top Gun. same one. is, is this supposed to be a cultural touchstone kind of thing Guys. I mean, I'm aware of it. How about that? I'm aware of it. 
I think we might just need to scrap the entire episode and do a live reaction to Top Gun, the original movie. I can perform a live tweet. Do you not know about the Iceman? Um, I know who Goose is. I am aware by proxy. Uh, I'm aware of men's volleyball. You (laughs) men's volleyball. (laughs) Yeah, one of the most iconic scenes. Uh, Should I have seen Field of Dreams by now? I liked it. I. You know how we've talked about like those moments where somebody might just get up and walk away. Mm-hmm. Was rookie of the uh, rookie of the year bordering on it right now? <laughs> rookie of the year or Field of Dreams? Well, I know what Rookie of the Year because I've never seen Field of Dreams. Also, it's a great movie. Rookie, funky butt loving. Get it? Get funky butt loving. I, I was okay. Yeah. So, early adapters where we play alphas, betas, and games that holy smokes! I haven't had this much fun since I had a Jan Sport in high school. Yeah. <laughs> you guys all had Jansport, yeah? Oh yeah, I did. But also, you went kind of Canadian on that voice there. I was trying to go for Midwestern mom. Oh yeah, oh. it's on a Wisconsin ver- slash Canadian. Maybe Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota. Yeah, I was waiting for you to say, "Don't right. you know?" Don't yeah, don't you know? For gosh, golly sakes. Yep, there you go. This is my childhood right there. I'm talking about Backpack Hero. You guys, so, ba- Backpack so, Hero. You know, I don't. You know, I, I talk to people at parties. And meet people. <laughs> Alex is like, you know, I don't like Flash games, but... <laughs> no, it was the opposite. I was going to say, I meet people uh, that will occasionally... You know, I just happened to, happened to meet somebody at a party that said, hey, yeah, you like video games? And I'm like, yes, I do. And I was like, oh, he's going to tell me about the new Call of Duty or something. Because, you know, no offense, but I feel like the general gamer isn't playing the same games that I generally am. But this guy mentioned, he goes, there's this game on Itch.io. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> is at a party at a party like having a beer at a barbecue and then this guy goes hey you heard about this game on itch.io and i was like wait mm, hold on me and you gotta have a conversation now and uh, he told me about backpack hero that makes me wonder if a lot more people know of itch.io than we realize no nah. like there's some weird quiet undercurrent that's like larger than the steam user base somewhere uh no i think this guy just ended up being way more cultured than i would have than i than i you know <laughs> gladly assumed everybody at this party was <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to say that i assume everyone is not cultured i just meant that this guy particularly was and uh he was a nice gentleman so he got me on backpack hero and i had a blast can you tell us about backpack hero i that's my line well it's more <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to stop taking <laughs> away from you that was all right i mean you did steal that completely i was gonna distracted us and i want to get us back to it i was definitely gonna go backpack hero man let me tell you about backpack hero do you like backpacks they do do you like turn-based rpgs of course what if i told you that the rpg element is that you grow your backpack when you level up hell yeah so that you can fit more loot in it oh there's always i always want more loot and the loot becomes more intricate too because you have to angle them and you have to have very specific like curves placement and, and placement. Yeah, it's it's a lot of it's very placement based, which is very fun. Yep. So this is a, a dungeon crawl. The map for the dungeon is two D. Most of the game is just from the perspective of your character, whether he's looking in his back or he's in a battle. Uh, the enemies that you'll encounter they range from your low level, weaker enemies to uh you know the more difficult bosses 
the moves are telegraphed. You can see what your enemies are going to do, whether it's shield themselves or attack. And then you can plan accordingly based on what you got in your bag of tricks. So what do you guys got in your bag of tricks? What, what weapons did you come across? What do you like? What do you don't like? I went full shield. Just as much shield as possible. Hmm. I had two pairs of boots, three helmets. Four shields. Four shields. It was great. And I kept that little dinky starter sword that you start with. <laughs> so you're, you're basically buffering yourself with defense so much that you wouldn't get hurt and it just took you forever to kill something? Well, no, because then I also had a rose that gave me thorns every turn. Hmm. And just oh, kept... so you were just having people attack you and, and, uh, and hurt themselves. Yes. That's a strategy. It's a it Homer Simpson but. Homer Simpson boxing method right there. Yeah. I, uh, I had the I had a, I had dual sights that were that was damaging everybody, so if I had multiple enemies it was doing a bunch of damage. I sort of Very did nice. a, I did a hodgepodge of everything, so I I upgraded to a club. They have these one use weapons that you can use once each turn. They're not consumable though, so you retain them. Uh, so I had a handful of those, and then I used consumables to up my energy. Uh, I feel like I, I split myself too many different ways though, because I I definitely died after the first map. Mm. It's uh, a, it's a I journey. I had the I had my my dual blades and then I also kept collecting acid jars of acid that would also hit everybody so I just kind of like would drop a bunch of jars of acid and then just hit everybody so I could take out if there were like two to three enemies I could take them all out within a couple, like two turns. We can talk about dropping acid? Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Nope, we cannot <laughs> unless you're talking about doing it in this game. Hell yeah, I drop mad acid on these enemies. Um, yeah. So, so the the map is is uh, it's like a random dungeon that you kind of click around and there's different events like you can find uh, locked doors, treasure chests, and uh, enemy encounters. You, when you level up, you expand your slots of your backpack, uh, and you pick what slots there are so that you still have to work around the organizational form of your slots. And uh, I think you also oh also certain uh, weapons and armor. And just random items in general will uh, have effects based on their location in the backpack. Mm -hmm. So I had a thing that gave my suit of armor an extra uh, shield buff because it was next to it. It's that product placement. If we could just get the products, then we can worry about where we're putting them in the the episodes, right? Yeah. Whetstone. I used the whetstone. That was a good buff to any weapon that was in the same column or row. Oh, cool. So there was a diversity of weapons and items and just about everything, uh, making replayability very high. It, once you die, though, you're going all the way back to the beginning. Yeah, but, you know, I think that it's a very cute, uh, in, like, it's a very cute style, like, way to do something like this, to do, like, a dungeon-crawling roguelike that... Uh, gives you a lot of replayability and variability just because uh, the different randomized items you can get, the leveling up, the the way you play, obviously having different tactics. So I think there's a lot there's a lot to look into here. Did you enjoy this game, Alex? Quite a bit. I wish listed it. Let me tell you about Slay the Spire. I think you've already told me about Slay the Spire. Mm-hmm. I know I have. 
<laughs> yeah, but these aren't cards, though. They're bags. They're bags. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, 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 they're items that fit in your bag. This is a good try. This is a good try. But there's also items in Slay the Spire, so. Yeah. Uh-huh. Dicey mm-hmm. Dungeons? Ooh. Uh, that that would probably stuff. be a, a good comparison. Okay. Minus the dice. But still a dungeon. So, what else we got going on? Uh, after we were done moving around trying to find our way out of that dungeon, uh, we had about ten minutes till dawn. And if I have seen correctly on the Steam pages... 10 minutes till dawn is the demo version of 20 minutes till dawn. So we played 10 minutes till dawn. And this gave me the vampire survivor feels from the get-go. I was going to ask, Alec, how much you like that vampire survive? I really enjoyed it. Uh, This felt less like an idle game. Yeah, they kind of called it an idle game, but it definitely doesn't play like it. Nope. No, I, I mean, the big difference here from my seat is that, if I remember right, for Vampire Survive or Survivors, it auto-shoots everything right. Yes. So right. All, all you're really worrying about is just your movement and trying to slip out of enemy hits. This, uh, you have to do dual sticks. Left stick actually moves your body. Right stick aims, and then you pull the trigger to shoot. Uh, it makes it a little bit more engaging, uh, closer to something like uh, Smash TV although it's a much more open, wider space. It, it definitely hits those same notes, though, for sure. Uh, but the fact that you have to point and shoot makes you slow down when you have to do it, so you really have to be careful about where you slow down to shoot versus when it's time to duck and run. And uh, my most success was when trying to sort of circle around and get them all into one row and then just blast them while walking backwards. And, and you just... just dip- Blasting away there? I'm just blasting away. Uh, and, and the big difference maker, of course, are the upgrades you get after each level. All the enemies drop like pellets that you can collect to level up. And then they give you certain different stat boosts or abilities. So, for example, I picked uh, a second projectile because then it was close to like shooting up. A shotgun and and then you had freeze damage where it would occasionally inflict freeze on a few enemies when you shot and then they have things like reducing reload time adding extra bullets to your uh clips adding extra life hits so there's a the lot of did you get the ghost? ghost i did not i love the ghost. the ghost his yeah. his his bullets uh his bullets penetrate more than one enemy so they just keep going very big too in mm, the grand scheme of things mm-hmm. <laughs> The grand scheme of it, like your shots are very small, and the ghosts are very big. the The main issue that I, I don't know if I call it an issue. The main critique that I would give this is that the light or the lighting in the stages was so dim, it was difficult to see really much of anything except for what was very close around me. And I think that's I think that's what it, it's trying to convey. Adds, is that it does add to the terror of all the things closing in on you. I but mean, it is always darkest just before the dawn. I made it six minutes in, and I was thinking that maybe it would get a little bit lighter, but you know, not what? not so much, I guess. What's the dawn in this context? Regular Making dawn, the, yeah. Okay, I, I would think. <laughs> I I don't know. I didn't make it through Sorry. the ten minutes. Sorry, I, I thought that was a metaphor for something. 
I, I don't think so. I think it's just that's when the game ends because the sun comes up and everything uh, disappears. Okay. But I unlocked a couple of characters, a couple of weapons, and I feel like I didn't play terribly long, uh, which means that unlockables are very attainable. And then, uh, the again, a, a big uh, different playthrough that uh, you can have than I can have because we can spec our characters differently and we can level up them uh, following those trees as you collect gems or pellets or what a, what what do you, you pick up in pac-man pellets power those, pellets. Those pellets, power pellets i like that we're picking up power pellets here uh the 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 what getty i'll say one word to you and let's see you know um one word yep or a title how about that uh because it's multiple words now i think about it uh enter the enter the gungeon this kind of like this yeah I felt like the shooting was very Enter the Gungeon, including like the kind of... Reload speed. Yeah. Um, which is good. I like Enter the Gungeon. So that's, that's for me, uh, it was, it felt like um, the Vampire Survivors mixed with like Darkest Dungeon, and I really enjoyed that, so. This is a, this is a fun one. Uh, I don't have a, a good segue for the, the next one, but definitely check out... 10 minutes uh, till dawn and 20 minutes till dawn when it drops. I wish I said that one. Yeah. Uh, a couple of the guys here were able to experience the multiverses. And they would like to talk about the fun that they had being Shaggy, maybe Batman, probably Mad Max. I don't, Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. He's in, he's apparently he's in IP hell right now. They're trying to figure out the licensing for that in Harry Potter. Is Mad Max a person? Yeah, sure. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. All right. He's the character that's in all four of those movies. Hmm. There's four of them. You might know him by his real name, Mel Gibson. Oh, no, I'd say Tom Hardy, but also uh, I was going to say Maxwell. <laughs> I thought the car was named Maxwell. No. no. <laughs> okay, so, so guys, uh, tell us about multiverses. Uh, Joel, do you want to lead on this one? Oh, I was gonna see how you're gonna describe this game. I was. Uh... Oh, this is this this is just some some good old Smash. This is Smash Brothers, in a really really fun way. They take these characters that have no business being in this in this game together. Uh, for this uh, beta, there was Arya Stark from Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was Steven Universe. There was uh, Finn from Adventure Time and. Uh, the other character uh, jake yeah there was batman uh superman and harley quinn and wonder woman uh respectively from the justice league animated series including having the Batcave with that batman animated series batmobile uh there's tasmania or taz from tasmania uh there's a lot of them there was a good uh, velma and shaggy bugs bunny and uh, bugs bunny and uh Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry was there, too. Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry. As and currently, from like the leaked list of, of characters that are going to be in this game, it seems bonkers. One of the ones that I read that was, had me in disbelief is that there's talks of them trying to figure out Ted Lasso. Okay. <laughs> what? When you say yes. Tom and Jerry, that is both of the characters combined Ice Climber style? Right. Yeah, that's Ooh. probably the closest analogy. I, I don't okay. know that... 
uh, Jerry has the same kind of connectedness, but they have shared moves where, like, uh, Tom will use a fishing rod and sort of throw Jerry out there to try to hit enemies back and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, so the actual gameplay is it is like Smash Brothers at its core. Some of the main differences are from a fuel perspective, from what I saw, a lot of the characters were more floaty than what your typical Smash character is. Whereas, you know, you can sort of see a center of gravity a little bit harder for your average Mario style character for that game. Uh, when it comes to actually being knocked away from the actual uh, platform, platform, yeah, uh, you can actually latch onto the side of the, the wall and don't have to actually grab onto the ledge. So if you get back to the side of the wall and sort of just wall jump up, most of the time you can make it back up to the main stage. So there's, there's infinite wall jumps for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Now grant you on that sort of side thing, if somebody's playing you at the edge, you're still going to have a hard time getting up and over them to the main stage. But uh, I found that a neat wrinkle compared to the sort of like ledge grab type stuff that goes on in smash brothers. Uh, the other, the other part I thought was cool is that there, this is a, this is not a one V one style game. They are, they're actually trying to get uh, the, uh, a more of a team composition style. So uh, characters will have uh, abilities that like, so wonder woman's lasso can grab enemies and pull them close, but also can grab your character from falling off the screen and bring them back. Ah. So it's good for helping your partners as well as taking out the enemies. Uh, Shaggy will drop Scooby Snacks that will heal your yeah, anybody on the field. So if you can get to one, you can heal yourself. So there's uh, the, uh, Wonder Woman's got a defensive buff. They just have these uh, abilities that are more made for like team comps. They're used for uh, helping out you and your partner uh, in in this in this combat arena. Uh, but the, it's just really creative how these characters work. They seem to have more gimmicks that are ongoing and longer term than just the, the baseline smash characters. Um, one example is that as you do damage as Velma clues will drop on the stage. If you actually are the one to collect the clues, you can uh, get, you can summon a crime fighting little robot that you control that will do extra damage, or you can just call the cops. Velma's a narc. Velma's a narc, y'all. And if (laughs) if you get hit by the cop car, you get taken into, like you get shoved into the car against your your will. And then the car drives off the stage. (laughs) There's no coming back from that. Is there? No, that's, that's, and that's what I mean. That they just have these, uh, these little abilities. Um, Taz will salt the, the characters, and they will have a salt meter above their head. As yeah. you're salting more of them, eventually they will just turn into a chicken, like a full-cooked chicken, and they can't do much damage. And you can eat it? Yeah, well, I mean, you can eat them normally. Um, but if you eat them when they're a chicken, I don't, I'm not sure. There's probably some sort of capability to that, like you get some heels or something. Um, but mm. th- that's, that's what I mean, though, is that there's long-term... Uh, goals as you're playing that will they, they, these bonus mechanics that will play into how you play the character one thing i was pleased about is that uh 
audiovisually, I think they've done a lot of good here. So all the characters will have their little bit of commentary in game, like sniping back and forth with uh, catchphrases and uh, witticisms and things like that. And, and they're all very well peppered in without being overbearing. You know, they'll, they'll sort of snap back with uh, their comments here and there, and it'll be sequentially far enough spaced out to where it's not bothersome visually it's it's all totally consistent has that sort of squeaky clean cgi look and, and i think for the most part it works perfectly for what it needs to be uh the aria stark being the prime example of a bid change from aesthetic looks but i think besides that all the characters are more or less in line with what you'd expect them to look like um, I, yeah, it's, it's a very polished experience that I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised to see. Uh, there are also different like perks you unlock through leveling up. So in each matchup, they give you this a three or four different slots where you can put perks that are like stat boosts, extra abilities, things like that, that you earn by leveling up and playing matches. So it does per character though. Yeah, okay. right. So each of them has a leveling progression. Uh, you earn it by leveling up. And then being given, like, dropped those items. Uh, I am sure a lot of that is sort of tied to free to play, you know, pay for stuff, incentives, you know, because it there's no upfront cost. This is a free to play game. Uh, even the front menu kind of looks like Fortnite in the way it's set up in <laughs> terms of like the giant middle play button in the center and then like all the options and stuff to the left hand side and uh presentationally you know what they're going for but uh it's it's a neat alternative like i i was telling alex when we did our beta breakdown video like i could see myself beta breakdown and coming on our youtube channel <laughs> i could see myself playing this here there <laughs> it's like just a a side hustle a side hustle a, a side no nope, it's too so late to you gonna be hustling people hustling the kids first we're doing money matches Getty, get us into Evo uh, <laughs> for multiverses. I don't, I don't know that they allow like money matches. I thought they, they absolutely. I mean, well, they don't quote unquote allow money matches. Money matches be happening, Getty. Wake up! You, you go into an alley and there's a CRTV and a game. Yeah, I guess Smash so. Brothers <laughs> GameCube with the. the I told front you, I've plugins. heard stories of 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 people losing hundreds of dollars to Catherine ch- tournaments. Um. The the other thing is that uh, I feel like that you know this is the new hotbed is to try to get on this like smash craze and throw in these different indies uh, with uh, Rivals of Aether sequel coming out, but also there was that Nickelodeon one. The Nickelodeon one wasn't even voice acted. I think that they did the work here. There is uh, a battle pass, of course, but really it's the personality to it all, in- including when you get thrown off the stage in Smash Brothers, you get that explosion. Here you can even customize that explosion. To you could just be the Porky Pig like circle that says "That's all, folks." You could have an explosion that shows the banner from the Targaryens. Uh, there's just different things that that are all part of this this personality that lets you customize a lot of it, and then gives that love of those characters. You know, soon to be uh, Scorpion and Sub Zero are coming. Um, Johnny Bravo is coming. It's just. There's a lot of things that they're gonna that it feels like they're they're already doing correctly, and th- this was just the beta. So so uh, much going on. I know, and and that's why it, it it felt it felt really good. Should we all play it? Maybe. 
No, I mean, I, they don't cost nothing. I can't get the image of Joel trying to hustle his kids at home. <laughs> like, your allowance. If well, I my, win, you get out there and you mow that lawn. My youngest my youngest is out the Demi and Smash. Like he he's been rolling deep into the, uh, the rolling online. deep, oh, rolling shoot. deep. <laughs> Waking up at three a.m. to get his smash on. I I do keep an ear out. <laughs> you okay. hear the smash? You hear the smash? Like game sound effects start up in the background. No, like, I, just, oh, shit. I just hear it's the click to be clacked of the controller. <laughs> clickety clack. Oh, he mutes it now, huh? He mutes the TV as soon as you hear mm-hmm. the clickety clack. And it's that makes him even more deadly. He doesn't need the sound cues to <laughs> crush you. Well, guys, for sure that was more than ten minutes. So <laughs> let's uh, let's reset this with a break. Come back fresh. Is this where them cars live? No, no. Is this where them games live? Yeah. Yeah, get you one. I don't get it. Yeah, don't. Don't. It. Don't, I don't it. spoil it, Alex. <laughs> Always spoiling my news outros. Get out of here. <laughs> That's news. Kind of my thing now. We got a ton of news this week, and I don't know if I'm going to cover it all. So, all right. there's just a note that says Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. That's a game. I guess just got announced. There's new po- video with gameplay on the Pokemon. It was art. Oh, it. so new Pokemon? Is that what you're saying? Yep, the starters. Well, we saw the starters already. Did we see the legendaries? I don't know. The legendaries are new. The co-op is new. Uh, Man, I got other Pokemon games to make yeah. it through before I'm worried about this one. How cool are the new Pokemon? Do they look cool? There is a pig named Lechonk. I yeah. No, that's the starters. And isn't the like they're a grass duck called no, Captain it's Quackers? A, it's it's a water duck who looks like he's uh hitting on teenage girls at the mm. high school. Uh there's the weed cat and weed cat. I don't, weed cat's not a real weed cat. I don't I didn't see weed from that. I mean grass cat. If I, I definitely weed uh, cat right now. I definitely You're not gonna get that Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> if you Google Weed Cat Pokemon, you will. Uh, also, um, also, so, some of the music is uh, is being done by uh, the guy who created Undertale. Okay. If you're listening right now, please doodle Weed Cat and then send nope. your results to mail at superggradio.com. And you'll win a free game. <laughs> mail at superggradio.com. Remember That's that. True. That's just a true fact. We'll send you codes. We'll send you uh, games. <laughs> Getty, uh, you skipped over the Shredder's Revenge. I, it's a link. I didn't click on it. I was. I'll come back to it. It's rumored to come out the sixteenth. That's the that's the news. And also, <laughs> hell yeah. You cut you hyped. Hell yeah. He said hell yeah. I'm making <laughs> he, him say hell yeah again. He's hyped. He will he will fight his son in Smash right now. <laughs> <laughs> He'll leave. Go fire it up. Okay. Sonic Frontiers gameplay premiere. Alex was 
confused. Or no, I, I believe that the tweet was, I don't think I trust this. <laughs> you know, the, I just I just don't know if I'm ready to get hurt again. <laughs> I just don't know if I'm ready to get hurt. It again. looked, it looked hype. It looked real hype, and that's the problem. I just if you never put yourself out there, Alex, how can you get what you need? That's what I'm saying. Is that I'm wondering if I really want to put myself out there. <laughs> what I need is more Sonic. <laughs> yeah, what I always want more Sonic. You know, I'm a Sonic. I'm a, a I'm a Sonic adventure defender. One end. Would you describe yourself as a? Sonic Maniac? I would, but I'm, again, more of a Sonic Adventure Defender. Um, I'm I'm an Escape the City guy. Look into that one. Sonic Adventure Escape the City. All right. So that's that's a thing to look out for. Uh, If you're not excited about that, you can at least get excited about this year's Summer Game Fest, which will feature events, activities, uh, and going to have more than 30 partners with more to be announced all by jeff Keeley. i have heard this now quoted as being called key uh Keeley three well that sounds uh terrible so yep i mean this is the this is the uh the world we live in should i just throw my hat in the ring like start getting the real low-cut shirts oh man the get e3 Get E3. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm coming for you, that. Keely. I don't know who you are. I feel like I've seen you somewhere. I, I, but none of, the, none of this truly matters. Uh, okay, so something to look out for. We'll get some new game news, um, as if we don't have enough already this week. But well, it, it just started this week. They're going to be. It's this whole month now. Yeah. So we'll slowly be stealing information from that and reporting it back here. Keely. Maybe. Maybe we'll turn the new segment into Getty Three, Getty Three. There we go. Yep. And I'll. Well, I, didn't we get that uh, new Twitch like rules and regulations about what I can and can't expose on the internet? So. Yes. Okay. Yes, and so far you've been kosher. I know, but I I feel like I could have crossed a couple of lines already. Anyway, uh, MetaQuest testing PSVR cloud gaming. That is a lot to take in. I mean, first off, the fact that we had to call it the MetaQuest sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sounds like it could be a quest in a quest. I don't. I don't like this at all, and I don't like Meta. As you should. Um, it's. It sounds like that they're trying to test out cloud VR gaming, uh, uh, which sounds like a nightmare to me. Like, imagine like getting the buffering on that bad boy. I yeah. so it's not that bad. From what I've understood. Um, Got a friend who has it actually set up with uh, his Quest 2, where anybody who has access to his machine can play on their Quest 2 as well from his machine, which is basically what Cloud VR would be. And the lag wasn't that bad. It wasn't as great as native, but it was also a personal laptop not a gaming center that's made for it hmm well I, again it, i remain optimistic i remain i know i remain suspicious i don't know about that but you know what i'm made for what's that destiny 2 duality dungeon coming yeah. to you man dungeons in destiny were a lot of fun because mm-hmm. they weren't as long as the raids 
and you could usually knock him out in 20 to 40 minutes, depending on how bad Alex is. <laughs> I feel like that was a shot that was completely out of nowhere. Again. No, I think it was... Uh, it was completely man, unwarranted. I have raided with you. <laughs> I've done dungeons with you. Man, I'm scared for my life. I feel like, again, this is an attack out of nowhere. No, I'm pretty sure it's warranted. But anyway... Uh, Destiny has done some pretty cool things and uh, introducing more dungeons, uh, which are the smaller format. You can do it with three people, uh, like a tiny raid. Uh, they need to do more of it. It's longer than your regular strike, which are the ones that you do on repeat every week anyway. Uh, yeah, so kind of kind of excited about that, but I don't have anybody to really play with nowadays, so... Gotta... Um, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to organize something for you, Getty. Oh yeah. Um, the Gaming Fix guys have been talking about that they want to play, but they have no one to play with. And nah, like, they, two people from Gaming Fix, and then they Getty. don't play. I'm pretty sure Andre is Game of the Year 2022 Elden Ring champion in Japan. I, I was I was going to say North America, but that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, more Getty news here. You you guys heard about this new Dragon Age Dreadwolf? No? No, I put that they in gave it for you. <laughs> yeah, it's just more stuff for me to enjoy. You guys don't know what the Dreadwolf is. I'm not going to spend the time to explain it. Hmm. What you should be excited for, it seems like it's actually going to be a more direct continuation than the last two sequels to to Dragon Age. Are you saying it's going to be a sequel to Dragon Age 1? No. If anything, it's more closely akin to Inquisition. One, you played a, a character, and two, you took on a new character, and some of the things that you did had repercussions elsewhere in the world, and they bring up it, and it's, it's, you can run into some people, whatever. And then in Inquisition, you actually... It felt like you had more freedom especially in regards to the open world and you could build your keep and you could make it more personalized than the last couple but the dread wolf is a direct reference to one of the characters uh, yeah I'm, i am all right taking this so too far. if one were to buy a dragon age because they've only played dragon age one which one should they play are you looking for more action rpg or more rpg I'm looking for probably action RPG. Okay, so two does the action RPG thing well. Thing well, it is a completely different beast from the first one. So first one feels like Dungeons and Dragons. Second one feels it's the same thing that they did with Mass Effect. So first one felt very heavily uh, aligned with okay, this is what you have. This is what you can use. This is what you can level up. And the second one, you. Attack by mashing buttons. So, it's still good. I still recommend. But what about the... Inquisition? It's a lot longer. I don't know if it'll keep your uh, keep your interest for that long. It's a real long game. A real long. It's game. only eight dollars on Steam right now. I would say it's worth it, but. Yep. But we still have all of this Sony state of play to go through. Oh, this happened earlier today. I don't know. I was at work. 
Wait, we got we got way to break it down for you, Getty. We got Final Fantasy 16. It seemed like there was a five minute like long trailer for that. We uh, got more action oriented style gameplay a la Final Fantasy 7 remake and 15. But now it seems like the big emphasis is on t- on your summons being controllable and just fighting other summons. We saw Rama, Titan, uh, bah- Bahamut. We saw if- Ifrit. We saw Shiva. We saw a lot of the classics. Um, I'm trying to think. Odin. Yeah, we saw some good stuff. Um, but again, if you're looking for that turn-based RPG, it is nowhere to be found. Okay. I, I can manage that. I don't know if everybody else can. We got some Street Fighter Six. Joel is... I was going to drop an F-bomb there. Joel is excited about this. <laughs> Hashtag hype. <laughs> yeah, this is... You know what? Uh, it looks pretty slick. Uh, one... It is very fluid. It looks like it's a, a high frame rate, a consistent frame rate, and, and you can really tell in the movement and uh, the lack of sort of stutter and slowdown. Stylistically, it's very nice, too. Uh, Alex, you mentioned earlier that like in the trailer, every punch or impact has this sort of like paint splatter effect that happens across the movement itself. It adds a really nice flair and style to it. Uh, yeah, it's not too much to go off of right now. They basically are featuring a character that's supposed to be like the new main character. They did show off what looked like to be some sort of career or story mode almost. Because it was like an open world. It looked it looked graphically like the 360. Yeah, I was going to say it, PS3. <laughs> so, okay. I, I did see you could do a Shoryuken while you were walking around, though. So that's pretty good. Um, but the rest of it looked great, like the actual fights that weren't this open world thing. Yeah, yeah, looked really good. So I'll I'll be interested to see what it lands at. I just think uh, it fighters are one of those things where like it has to hit you at the right time for it to really hit you well. You know that, that's why uh, something like Dreadball Fighter Z worked well. It's why I suffered. And why we didn't get into Guilty Gear Strive. Right. And why mm-hmm. I suffered Street Fighter Five, even though everybody was saying that it was hot garbage when it first came out. Uh, it's, it's a time and place kind of thing. So we'll see where it lands. I'm hopeful it'll be something a little bit more clean and consistent than Five. Okay. Still. Extra hype. We got Stray. This is that game where you play as a cat. In a cyberpunk world. Let's go give it to me in my veins. Yeah? Is it? Cool. (laughs) I mean, this is by the same publisher that uh, has done some some titles that we've talked about here on the show. So, you should definitely at least watch the trailer for Stray. It seems interesting. Uh, From what I was able to catch before we started recording... This one seemed like a total psych-out, Resident Evil 4 Remake, uh, but they did it in, like, a, I thought it was a weird opening, and then it was jump into the game, what it looks like. I never got to play 4 outside of anything, or ever, so maybe I'll jump into this one. I'm not kidding anyone. I'll probably play this one. It's out next year. Yep. Next and, year. Um, yeah, they they, they, they they didn't really show too much. They just kind of showed some, like, sizzle reels and not really too much of the gameplay. So we'll see. Just um, enough. Also, also for this, for you, Getty, the Resident Evil 
uh, village is getting uh, VR modes. I saw that, but I don't have VR, and that would just scare the poop out of me. <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. I mean, it, those games usually terrify me. Uh, we got Spider-Man coming to PC. You like that? I'm the podcast, yeah. That. Kevin Hartwig is very excited. People are going to get to play this game, and it is a very good superhero game. Now, is this one of those things where it's coming to Epic for a year, and I'm just going to be bitter about it? God, I Sony's hope so. Sony's games have been coming to Steam, I thought. They haven't been going to Epic. Well, right? it depends on what it is. Right. Yeah. So, like, Kingdom I mean, Hearts went to Epic. But mm-hmm. God of War and... Um, Tanner Hearts is God of War and Horizon. To be fair. Horizon. They both went to Steam, Steam. so I I think it'll go to Steam. Okay. If it goes to Steam, I'll be a happy man. Yep. So definitely looking forward to some people's thoughts and and what they experience with that game because I know that the rest of us except for Alec have played it on the podcast. Uh, and it was a really, really good game. Story wise it it had good moments, it had bad moments, but overall, the gameplay itself was enough to to keep everybody coming back. I mean, who doesn't want to be able to zip-zop around and then thwap and thwack your villains? Yeah, I said it. It was some good swinging. <laughs> yeah. We got Roller Dome. I, I don't know. Uh, I didn't, this I didn't see this, this looked like a Sable. It was a cel-shaded roller... Roller skating yeah. and shooty shooty, uh, <laughs> shooty shooty. Okay. Yeah, it looks okay. It's not bad. Okay, uh, the Callisto Protocol. This looked terrifying. This looked like hmm. Dead Space, like a yeah. lot of Dead Space. Uh, basically, all there is to say about that. And then yeah. Etern Eternites. It Etern yeah. Yeah, I'm going with the Eternites. This looks like a little bit like um, almost like a DMC Devil May Cry style combat with uh, some quick time events and apparently is an anime dating sim as well. All right, so I'll be on that. Yep. Uh, that's it. Uh, there was a bunch of VR stuff, but yeah. Yep. I'm just going to fast forward on that, you know, hit the, the skip button. Hell yeah. But we do have freebies. Who wants some freebies? Alec, do you want so the, freebies? Joel, do I you want freebies? freebies? Yes. Alex, let's do the freebies. Wolfenstein New Order over on Epic Game Store. Tell me why chapter one, two, and three mm. on Steam. Uh, tell, Wolfenstein uh, is the, the modern-day Wolfenstein shooter. Tell me why is a, uh, a story narrative driven game a la um, Life is Strange. Uh, we have Conflict Craft on Indie Gala. This is more of like a Command and Conquer, but a little bit more of a simplified animation style. And then Holy Shit on Steam, it is a clicker that you are clicking on poop with angel wings and a halo. Mm. Couldn't get better than that. <laughs> I know everybody's going to check out that last game. I don't know if I... I'm allowed to say it. We already said no. I think we can say that as many times as we want. I don't right? know. I, I, it's I, funnier that we play this game that we are try we're actively like not allowed to swear when we we definitely have sworn a bunch I, and are not actively listened to by anybody from the NBA. I, I don't think we'd get in trouble. <laughs> I think it's just in poor taste. 
Yeah, Agreed. right? We're trying to be classy here. <laughs> I've got so many shirt buttons buttoned right now. Oh, man. Yeah, that chest hair is peeking through. Got this deep V going. <laughs> Getty, finish. Kick us out of here. All right. Scooter. Scooter from Borderlands. You guys, you know Borderlands? No? All right, I'm going to have to take it's a where the cars live. Yeah, I'm going to have to take a break here and explain Scooter from Borderlands. Good God. You guys are monsters. Back with the backlog blog where Alex thinks he's going to talk about Apex Legends, but I'm going to talk about Elden Ring. But first, Card Shark. Did you guys play Card Shark? Joel and I both reviewed Card Shark. What? Double review? Double review. Uh, You can find my review on Nintendo World Report, and you can find Joel's review on SuperGGRadio.com. So we talked about this game briefly in our early adopter segment what's changed what's good uh it's it's a it's a great card game that you never actually see the cards being played right joel did you ever realize that that you don't know how they're playing cards yeah you don't actually really know what games they're playing either yeah you just sort of assume it's like poker but it's it's not clear (laughs) the the sometimes they're only lying down one card right Right, or or it'll be hanging on to one card and then just tossing the rest of their hand without any rhyme or reason. It's just the sequence. Yeah. Good God, are they playing Go Fish the whole time? Yeah. Maybe, but you know, the, the fun of it is that you're definitely like uh, cheating using all of these different uh, mechanics and different like cheating functions, which is very cool to the fact that these are real cheating functions and. It made me feel like I could cheat at cards, and I kind of wanted to like just start taking notes on how they cheat at cards, so oh, yeah. I could learn myself. Like one of them is like, if you bend the card, if you first you stack the cards so they're de- so that the the face cards get dealt to your friend, and low cards get dealt to your to the other players. If you stack the deck in that organized function, and then you put them in the deck, and you bend the card before it. When someone goes to cut the deck, their hand will naturally go where the bend is. And that's how you kind of trick them to cutting the deck where you want them to do. And when they do that, you're, the, now the cards will be in order at the top of the deck. So in between story beats in this game, uh, you, you choose the different levels based off of like a larger overview map. I think it's Western Europe, if I remember right. And yep. they have little place markers for the different locales that they're going to send you to. So if you pick the next story beat, what happens is that they go to a sequence where you are in a carriage. And uh, the, what is his name? De Saint Germain? The, uh, yes. the Duke? Yeah, so he he is there to teach your character who is a mute that gets swept up in this because his boss got killed in a gunfight and this guy just whisked you away and said, like, come with me, you're going to learn how to to cheat people. Uh, And he'll explain in these sequences, like, 
this is the new trick we're going to learn. And, and the thing is, like, they teach you the logic really well in that they'll teach you a certain type of shuffle. And it'll start simple for one trick. And then five or ten tricks later, they will revisit that trick and then add a twist to it and then have it be part of a new sequence of different tricks for that level. Uh, so they do a great kind of teaching you how to do that really well in the same way you'd expect like a school to do it for kids. Uh, the neat, the neat thing about that carriage sequence. Yes. Uh, the neat thing about that like setting when they're talking the carriage is that when they're talking, they show the carriage outline, everything black on the outside. And my son pointed this out before I could even notice when they're looking inside the carriage and you see like the windows of the carriage, it's showing like bright as day, greenery and trees zooming on by in the windows. So it's this funny contrast in like, okay, this is actually traveling during the daytime. It's just that they're trying to do a visual effect of it being like, okay, we're, we're being sneaky and hiding and this is what we need to learn. Uh, the tricks themselves are pretty varied uh, beyond just the sort of like, uh, shuffling. There are tricks where you have to find it's used to go into a back room and uh, pick the exact right cards in a second deck to swap with uh, your your cohort. There's also some where you have to like dress up <laughs> so a woman as part of the scheme because they know who you are at this place and you can't be caught. And uh, <laughs> there's even uh, sword fighting. So that was a funny yep. wrinkle, too, is that uh, you eventually encounter a swordsman who basically wants to kill you outright, and then you learn how to do sword fighting, which is very much a Simon Says kind of uh, sequence of, of learning game. So, um, and, and they, they add, like, yeah, like you said, these like little interesting bits, like where you learn how to have that second deck so that you can like organize it and give someone an ace out of it. But at the sec, like the second part of that is that there is uh, a time or two where you, where the like you're playing these guys who are kind of arguing, and you could take that deck, stack it so that it, you know like an ace on top, and then slip it into the other one of the other players' pockets, and then like kind of call them out and say mm. that guy's cheating, the, <laughs> and that becomes like a story beat in the game. It's like you have to try to get these guys to fight each other. Yeah, and there was this one level. I'm not sure if it was the same one where. I knew I had screwed up the trick, but they gave you a little window while one of the guys stood up from the chair to toss a card onto the chair where he was sitting. And then, you know, what happened is that you did accused. Uh, St. Germain says, like, well, what's that over there? And points out the guy whose seat you took card and threw it on. And then suddenly he's the one that gets in the fight with the person you're playing cards with instead of you. So it's it's just a lot of funny wrinkles in that that uh, really, number one, adds to the humor and then makes you feel like that there's more than one way to sort of dip by sometimes. I'm not sure that's true the entire way. So uh, do you guys still have the suspicion meter? That's yes. Okay. Yeah. So I, that was one of the things that I noticed in the beta. It kept you from, you know, pushing the limits too much, and if you got caught, then uh, it's kind of game over. Unless. So so what happens in the game is yeah the suspicion meter is still sort of the same thing. Uh, a level the intent will be to try to win three hands of cards, and that's when you'll sort of get the story information you need from that section. Uh -huh. But how it works is that 
each bet you place will sort of tack on a little bit of suspicion to the suspicion meter. And then while you're playing through the sequences, it's gradually going up in suspicion throughout. If you botch something, your suspicion will go up. And then if you lose the hand entirely, the suspicion will go back down a little bit. Uh, the more you wager on a hand, the higher the suspicion level goes from the start. So like a 20 coin bet probably won't do much to raise suspicion. But if you jump from that to 200, then you're going to be like near the, the edge of failure for that. Uh, so there's these funny little wrinkles like that where you could decide like, okay, I'm having a good run at this. I'm feeling pretty confident about my sequencing. I'm going to go ahead and bet big these few times because I think I can uh, slide it in before we get to really dangerous levels. Or okay. there was another time where I had gotten myself to a dangerous point with them, and I chose to lose a round just so the suspicion level would go down and give me a little bit of buffer to try to squeeze out the win at the end. So there, there is a fun little bit of gaming and strategizing around that you can do even. So yep. you guys want to play poker? Uh, I got to brush up on my notes, but then yes. Hmm. $20 buy-ins. Hmm. How, how much are each my, my, chip worth? My deck. <laughs> Alex's trick deck that he's been working on. So it got the one side shaved down. Uh, did you guys finish it? You're pretty far in it. You're looking to finish it. I will be finishing it. I'm in the third act, and I'm on, like, trick 22 or 23 of a total of 28. Uh, ah. It is one of those situations where, kind of like homework, if you let some of your knowledge atrophy, learning the new trick that includes the base, it becomes hard. And I've hit one of those points where it's like, I've got two of these sequences of this trick figured out. It's that third one that I was taught, like, 10 or 12 tricks ago, and I don't quite remember it. And oh, also they added an extra wrinkle to how you get it done. So uh, they do have good tutorializing though. So like there, there's all that information in the backdrop. If you need to go back and, and relearn it, they, they give you that option to revisit it. Okay, Alex? I, I, would, I would like to beat it. I just, I hit a, a bug in my version. So I'm hoping that they patch it uh, now that it's out uh, tomorrow. And then I can get back into it because I was I really really was enjoying myself with this game, and I I do want to like I I was there was no there was no forcible playing this game. It was it was I can't wait to play more. Okay. Cool stuff. Glad that you both got to play it. Uh, got to review it actually because I know that you you both were hype on it when we did it and our early adopter segment. Oh yeah. I don't I don't want to talk about Apex Legends. And I feel you like know, Alex just threw this in there because he was like trying to convince me that I need to play it earlier today. He I was absolutely not in, goes, not trying to do that, but I also just got really like I just got deeper into it. So. Goes into these but cycles I mean, where he plays Apex Legends yeah. and then he falls off the wagon for a while. And then he yep. comes back to it and he's like, Hey man, you should get on Apex Legends. I'm not gonna get on to <laughs> Apex Legends. Come on, it's give fine. me a break, man. It's fine. Um, we can just go to the end at this point, Getty. To, uh, of Elden Ring? Yeah, man, I'll help no. you get to the end. I, I told you. Oh, I'd... yes, please. <laughs> Getty, you beat twenty uh, Game of the Year 2022 Elden Ring. 
I did. We don't have to talk about it this week. I, I figure I want you guys to be a little bit, or at least Joel to be a little bit further along so I don't end up spoiling anything for him. But man, let me tell you, those last couple of fights, you gotta grind it out. So one of the things that I wanted to bring up so mean. is that since I also played Breath of the Wild this year, this is one of the things that I did not like about Elden Ring that makes me still think that Breath of the Wild is overall a better game. Is that I did not need to go and grind out an extra 25 levels <laughs> at the end of Breath of the Wild, where in Elden Ring I ended up having to get creative and, you know, try and try and cheese my way through some of the stuff so that I'd be able to get to that ending. While it's attainable, it definitely makes it easier if you power level. And I came in at 85 hours, so if Alex is looking to try and beat that... No, I'm absolutely not going to beat that. I think I'm at 70, and I'm not. I'm like and that was 40 levels below you. All of the ring bearers except for one... Or shard bearers, except for one. Because I cannot get past... Oh, yeah. Melenia right now. I probably could if I really devoted myself to it, but after she hit that second phase, I was like, hmm, I'll just go to the end here and, and wrap it up. So, Joel, I don't know. I don't think cross-platform works, but... No. <laughs> if you want me to walk you through it, I'll give you some moral support. Go here, do this. Don't try and kill that. Definitely don't open that treasure chest. I or do. Oh yeah. I I will route all my questions to the Super GG Radio chat. <laughs> Definitely. I'm feeling spry when it comes to it and that's why I am not going to hand in my copy just yet. I'm going to wait it out here uh, at least until Alex finishes it and if uh our friend Steve also needs assistance, I'm I'm going to hold on to it for just a little bit longer. Otherwise I would run back and sell it cuz I I think I can still get like twenty five bucks for my copy right now if I if I just give it to them. But overall, well, I, I will I will be requesting help. I've been I've been relying on Andre from Gaming Fix to come along. Man, you got to get those hours right with him too because he's a he's on the other side of the planet. He's a Japan man. <clears throat> yeah, so now I guess you can bother me. But yep, yeah, I finished it. So, there's that. I guess that I get to add it to the beat list. Hell yeah, you already did. I I added one ending. Maybe I should go back and do like three more, because I know there's. That's at how least I knew. Like many. I like I think I literally texted you. I was like, oh, congrats. I like, like I was like I just looked at the beat list one day and it's like, oh, Elden. You never there. congratulated me. <laughs> you never said that to me. You take that back right now. Uh, next, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still reeling from the, from the ra- the massive attack. You, there's emotional damage. That's for TikTok. Uh, emotional from, from the, damage from the harshness of your comments, kid. <laughs> About destiny. <laughs> I just need to leave this for the one last thing. Oh yeah. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Kitty. I, I mean, we can. Can <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, okay. I, I put a joke in here that Joel has to tell us what the homework is so I can go buy a copy of Mirror's Edge. 
after those sharp comments from last week, but I don't know if that's actually What's true. What's wrong with Mirror's Edge? Nothing. I love Mirror's Edge. I'm playing part two right now. Well, with, with that in mind, I'm, I'm stealing the first one last thing since you brought it up. Oh, wait, wait. The, uh, but then you have to introduce one last thing. All right. Let's see here. Uh, this one last thing is brought to you by Targeted Ads for a $600 3DS XL. By the way, Joel, I don't know what you're looking at, but that is a mean ad. <laughs> I made the mistake of doodling, not doodling, searching on Amazon out of curiosity. I knew nothing was going to be below retail price because Amazon's prices for you know used stuff is ridiculous sometimes. But that's just but, mean. Yeah, that yeah. that was definitely just like a. You you looked at this. This used to cost two hundred dollars. <laughs> Yeah, three times as much, and it, you know that somebody's definitely licked that screen. <laughs> oh, come on, it's used. Yeah, people people lick switch charts, so they'll lick anything. Yeah, let's not let's not pretend here. If you're buying it pre-owned, somebody probably licked it. <laughs> All right, hit us with that one last thing. So, uh, like Daddy mentioned, uh, we're probably going to be doing video game homework not anytime soon, but I am very excited about it. Uh, you know, it's a real slice of life kind of game, and, and I think you're all going to appreciate it for that. And, and it's just, it's a cut above the rest. I hate all this. <laughs> slice of life, cut Al- above the rest. Alex is sitting on the razor's edge right now. Uh, I hate all this. I'm glad I own it already. <laughs> own what? You know what it is? Yes. Well, that's not Joel, fair. do you want to pre-announce it? I... Wait, should it's you... It's a little uh, early. <laughs> can I, can okay. I ask yeah. if it's somewhere that I probably own it already? If not, should I be keeping an eye out for a sale? It, it, it is easily a- obtainable anytime for a cheap price. Okay. Yep, okay. Because there you go. I don't remember when the summer sale is for Steam, but I feel like it's probably at the beginning of next month, so maybe we coincide it with I... uh, that... Maybe, but I, I looked it up just like a week ago. There are easily obtainable CDTs for it. Okay, I don't have to go to Amazon and purchase a used copy no, from no, no, some no. guy in Utah? No. no. I mean, you can if you want, but... You I don't, don't know to. that I want to do that, but okay. Fantastic. Uh, I'll, I'll do my one last thing then. I made it through Chrono cross this last weekend with the holiday i also finished elden ring and i am jumping further into some life is strange so hopefully be able to report back on some some colors and some feels pretty soon all right alex i bought it i bought it but i you know elden ring (laughs) yeah you man you got to make it past that hurdle so that you can get to the finish line yeah. Not doing yourself any favors. All right, what do you got? Uh, I've been watching way too much like Call of Duty play, uh, and uh, so hold on. I still wait, don't wait. like Call of Duty. Just maybe want to play Apex Legends. Alex, you got <laughs> Stranger Things, Shorzy. Uh, I don't. I don't even think you like Star Wars, but Obi Wan came out. The Boys is coming out, and you're sitting here watching Call of Duty. I know. I'd rather be playing Apex Legends. Also, I still also have season, uh, season one of Peacemaker that I'm going through. So You should I'm, catch up on I'm some behind. TV. I should. Plus, I got like five books. Getty, it's out of control here. 
I at least you have a Trello board to help you with it. All right, Alec, what do you got? So I did find out that I have 50 hours on Vampire Survivor. I really need to stop playing that game because I also only have 50 hours on Path of Exile. And I seriously enjoy Path of Exile a lot more. Like, I actually get something out of playing Path of Exile. Why do I have so many hours? That's what most of Path of Exile players say. (laughs) (laughs) But why do I have 50 hours in something that I... Ah, well, I need play to stop some, uh, playing. It's an addiction. It is. Com- compare it the really two is. in fast food. Like what? 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 What, yeah, yeah, what restaurant would uh, Vampire Survivors be compared to Path of Exile? What kind of food is it? Oh, see, so like Vampire Survivor is like uh, I don't know. It, it's like that greasy Mexican place that you go to in the middle of the night that you just keep going there because it's tasty and you enjoy it, but you're not really it's not high class food. Okay. All right. And Path of Exile? Path of Exile is my nice fancy Mexican restaurant that does all the enchiladas and everything and yum. But what about the places that do it quick but they're also delicious? That might be Warframe. That might be Warframe. Yeah. <laughs> it's All right. <laughs> Super GG Radio where we compare our games to Mexican restaurants. Man, Vampire Survivors is Taco Bell? Nah, I don't I don't want to believe that. <laughs> no, it's more like Los. That's Man, I, I like their food. So do I, but I need to stop going there. I need I I, I got to go get some some mago. Ooh. Getty, get us out Not, of here this local Mexican Smash chain Brothers is yeah, Chipotle I'm, I'm and hungry. Multiverses is Cadoba. <laughs> oh, I don't like that at all. Man, I like Qdoba. All right. Uh, that'll be it for this week's Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where on Thursdays we stream a podcast like this. On Saturdays, you might be scribbling it up with Joel and his Scribble Knot adventure. Mondays and Tuesdays seem to still be Alex's territory, where I, one of those days is the backlog. Mondays Mondays is for backlogging, where we will be playing uh, some Disco Elysium, and Tuesdays are for Skater XL and Chill. Did that happen this week? Did I miss something? It did not with the holiday. Oh my gosh. I also got kind of, I got caught, I got stuck behind like the the new pc planning that out also getting um that review for card sharks and then also i end up having another side hustle that was going so i end up being very tired i hope you were able to do all of it without a shirt on no yeah i don't normally do a lot of stuff shirtless so you should try it it might be fun okay if you'd like to reach us with questions or input our email address is mail at superggradio.com and provides a review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. Specifically, try to hit us on Spotify. Give us five stars. Five. Is that the highest it goes up? Yes. All right. Hit us on the Spotify. Maybe the iTunes. We already said iTunes. Yep. Well, thanks for listening. Also, check out our YouTube channel where we had a beta breakdown of Battle Bands. And next week will be a beta breakdown of Multiverses. You guys got all that? 
I didn't hear anything, so I'm gonna assume that the audience understands, and we're gonna take it out of here. All right, GG Alex. GG Getty. GG Joel. Good day. GG Alec. GG. Let's go.